started enjoying the the people aspect of the business i became the supervisor in a hotel called the trident udaipur we had about 16 people and they were supposed to do everything so not only uh, are you the king of hospitality uh, <laughs> no king <laughs> Uh, yeah, a good. Day. Probably a good general manager. Nothing. No king. <laughs> I know. Now, now we know that you're an amazing cook and a chef. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah. So, yeah, you have to. You have to be really good at your work. Hello, listeners. Today we have someone very exciting to be on our show, inspiring the future. Ruben Kataria. We have someone who's been in the hospitality industry for about almost thirty years now. Yeah. So, and right now with four seasons but also has worked with um overall harat and i don't know like i don't there's like a number of plethora uh, of hospitality uh, hotels that he's worked with so i will hand over to ruben to kind of give his own introduction this time too so that i don't miss out on uh, much there okay thank you very much ogane and thank you to dreamcraft team to put this together um my journey with the uh, hotels started back in 1995 uh, and i started as a waiter um, i have grown over the years uh, with with various hotel chains spent 11 years with the obroy hotels i spent uh, actually started with the 11 years with the hyatt 11 years with the obroy hotels uh, i was part of their team in egypt so the last four Uh, six actually four years uh, from the obroy were spent in egypt as general manager um done couple of years with the jw marriott here in uh, bangalore so i came in bang came to bangalore in 2018 and till now i've been here with uh, the jw marriott for two years two years with the leela hotels i opened the hotel in pandemic and last year i took up the challenge of uh, running the hotel uh, the four seasons hotel in bangalore uh four seasons uh, is an international luxury brand uh this is the uh, second hotel in the country uh, and we have about 125 hotels in the world it's amazing i mean uh, your the pro you know the hotels that you chain hotels that you work with it's amazing yeah thank you um and you've gone so far you know being the gm of four seasons was in one of my favorite hotels for sure it has i mean it's wonderful to have you here for inspiring the future So let's get to you know how we got to Ruben Kataria who he is today. So let me start okay. with like a very basic. So if you were to name three events in your life that kind of shaped the kind of person that you are today, what would those be? <laughs> Uh, back in 1995, everybody wanted your their kids to be the doctors or engineers, <laughs> right? That was the only choice given. Yeah. And if you were bad in your studies, then you could become you know commerce students. <laughs> right but i um, i think um, uh, in my uh, my uncle used to be a chef and that's how the whole family said okay try hotel school and the uh, before my results came for my uh, engineering uh, course uh, which i was which i had applied for uh, i got admission into the hotel school and that was it so there was the first decision right um when my uh, eventually when the results came i got through engineering as well but by that time the hotel bug had bit and that was it you know the first 3 years um, um of hotel school and at that point of time not too many hotels so i started as a waiter in 1995 uh, with hyatt worked there went to depot with the obroy came back with the hyatt again and then you know pretty much grew up uh 
being a hotelier and i think i have enjoyed this job because uh, and the and and this lasted like a lot of people say you know you lasted too long but i i think i still enjoy every day is a new day um you know a, a lot of time when you when you're meeting people and they say listen isn't it tough you know managing guests managing people i said the good part is that the guests will leave uh, you know so you'll always have uh, a newer guest coming in and they could be you know and i've made a lot of friendships uh, over a period of time with people in the hotel industry plus also with the guests so you know there is so many stories uh, this is one industry where no day is the same right i think the second uh, instance uh, when life changed uh, was uh when i got a camera in my hand um back in 2009 there was uh, you know i thought that you know a lot of people actually think about their hobbies before and then they think about seeing how a hobby can work with the work with your so i had gone to italy and uh, that was my first time to italy and um, i had a very small camera and i didn't enjoy uh, click i I enjoyed clicking but didn't enjoy the fact that I had a camera which couldn't really do a lot of work. So I kind of took that as a passionate hobby. So in 9 2009 is the first time when I picked up the camera. 2018 is when I first did my exhibition. Um so you know I took it seriously and that kind of also changed the way I look at world. You know I look uh, a lot of things in in the you know in the photo in the in the language of a photographer in frames right you capture you see more when you are a photographer uh, you see and you experience uh, different aspects of what's happening around you it could be just as good as it in today is a beautiful light you know a lot of people would not realize but when your photographer talks about a light uh, you know it could be a very different <laughs> uh, emotion it can draw and i think photography has given me a lot one um, reasons to travel and that is the third thing which happened you know i started traveling because i had a camera i started traveling exposing myself to to the world um, you know so i started traveling i i've been to pretty much a lot of countries in europe americas china um, so me and my camera really you know worked very hard uh over the last 10 12 years i i took up um, wildlife photography as well so which took me to obviously the next to kabini and bandipur uh, but also to kenya um, so yeah i think uh, the three things which pretty much shape my life is becoming a hotelier then becoming a photographer uh and and to take it to the level where i didn't mind showing it off uh, you know putting it out in the open and did a exhibition and everything got sold so all the more uh, reason for me to feel good about it and the third is the travel uh, i'm you know foodie uh, i love my food i love my beverage i'm a fnb background person from the industry so um you know also this helped uh, traveling helped traveling helped expose understand cultures understand how people work understand histories you know not only just capturing but uh, you know 
uh, absorbing and imbibing and learning from what was happening around you excellent i think that's amazing because <laughs> like, that very major uh, like you know turns in your life that i would say yeah um at i think at, at a time where like you said engineering and doctor was the only option yeah choosing that itself must have been so difficult to kind of convince yeah yeah parents um, are like yeah the dad, dad was still okay um, but my uh, my grandmother is still like you know sure <laughs> you will become a khansama you know that was the word they <laughs> yeah. used to do ha you will khansama banega you know and um yeah hotel i, I think first few years was tough yeah. also um, you know like anybody any industry so that's why i wanted to like that's why i i raised that as well you know when uh, when you took that decision that decision itself was so tough because convincing people around you and kind of convincing yourself also Look, right thankfully the parents were on my side and that was probably the only force which could have changed the decision right, right? and uh, we were not as exposed as our kids are today right. and, you know um, and we are not um, we were not so uh, we would not question our parents yeah. as much as the kids do today <laughs> right yeah. today you have to give a reason that why you have to do things in a certain manner to your children as well right and for us it was parents have agreed and they see a future that means there is a opportunity there yeah. Yeah. and that was very clear he said if you don't want to go into engineering please make it sure that you do whatever you do you do best yeah so that's what i was coming to right so uh, taking that decision itself for yeah. that time it's a lot of burden on a child because you need to be sure that this is something that you're going ahead with because you've convinced yeah. the entire yeah. world that okay yeah this is what i'm going to do yeah but the first few years of in, in the business when you get into the into this career it is the toughest it's yeah so you see you know 21 years old mm-hmm. is when i got into the job yeah. and a lot of my ca- my uh, counterparts at that time were still studying you yeah. know some are doctors engineers they wanted to do md yeah. somebody wanted to do mba and while i was listening and i'm a waiter <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times uh, when i started saying that listen i've become a waiter my parents weren't agreeing to the fact that was the most difficult part because they thought that it will become like so did you ever think back saying oh my god did i make a mistake no no i was getting a lot of good money <laughs> something which which uh, probably you know people from my age uh, my hotels uh, at that point of time there was no gpay right everybody would live cash tips and my first salary was 1700 rupees and uh, my tips take away home on per month was 10000 rupees wow so that's, that's the kind of yeah. that's the kind wow. of money we are talking excellent so yeah that's, that's <laughs> what i wanted to know like do you ever look back thinking oh my god am i going the right way But no so actually i wanted to be a chef okay i actually started in the industry right. become wanting to become a chef right and then but then the the um, you know unfortunately at that point of time the chefs were not really what today the respect the chefs get today that was not the kind of respect they would get so until unless you would get into a oberoi school or a taj management training program at that point or an itc program you were you had to start from a way you know basic um, and not and you know the chefs the older chefs were not willing to give away the information mm-hmm. so at that point of time when i didn't get through the oberoi school and the uh, taj management training program i pretty much cleared a lot of rounds at that time that's when i managed to i thought you know let's focus on the other side the beverage side of it 
but because i always loved food and i was wanting to be a chef i always kept you know learning more about yeah. food and beverage as a as a product and as and it kind of helped um it was only i think when i became a supervisor the first time supervisor in 1998 is when i actually started enjoying the the people aspect of the business you know i was uh, i became the supervisor in a hotel called the trident udaipur at that point of time we had about 16 people and they were supposed to do everything and you were running and you were running a a very busy operation and you were the number 2 because there was an fnb and there was a supervisor so man management skills and how to get work done out of people and that's where probably you f- you fall in love with with what you do you realize uh, and you start getting respect um, you know you start seeing uh, and that you can be a leader people look up to you yeah. so i think those are the things which probably are important for any business um, more so in hotel business because you your primarily business is to look after people mm-hmm. so not only uh, are you the king of hospitality Uh, <laughs> no king. Uh, yeah, good. Probably a good general manager. Nothing. No king. <laughs> and, and also, like you know, now we know that you're an amazing cook and a chef. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah. So, is there something else that I'm missing out on? Because <laughs> I, I think we're still running the introduction aspect of. of no, no, no. So that's amazing. So do you cook a lot at home as well? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, COVID, COVID was good time. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. because I wasn't going, and I was trying pretty much everything from scratch, from a ravioli to a fried thai. Oh. <laughs> I was all on it. And uh, do you get the chance to in in the you know hotels that you work, where do you get a chance to kind of run into the kitchen? No, I'm I'm a uh, I'm quite uh, difficult yeah. when it comes uh, for the chefs. I'm quite difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have to you have to be really good at your work. And so far, so, which is I think the best you've uh, seen in in the career that you've spent in your hospitality and, and the hotels. Um, best what? Best chef in the. Oh no no, there is plenty of good yeah. chefs. Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> plenty of good chefs. Not good to name even a single <laughs> one. There there are a lot of good good talent in the industry. Wow. Excellent. Okay, let's uh, you know moving on to of course knowing you a little bit more. We have something called the X Y Z factor starting, of course, with your X factor. So. um you know if the the people that know you if they were to rely on you for something that one super strength or super power that you have what would that be um so when it comes to my own personal self uh, i am a bull and a bull in many ways i am a very op- you know you look at the share market i am that bull as well i am the optimistic guy who would always be saying you know this will happen i am not looking in the negative side as much as i'm looking the positive side and at the work i become a you know um so with the family i can become the other bull also and work also when you know it's difficult to change my mind um i'm a torian as well so uh, you know probably the bull works very well uh but i'm i am a solution provider i i can you know i love uh, breaking down um the challenge and then fixing it so so coming to the why factor um so you're driving force of course you know you you mentioned so many of them so far saying that uh, you know the people management and how you love the work that you do all of that but 
Uh, if you were to name a few more, like a deeper purpose, a compelling reason for what you do today, what would that be? Um, the deeper purpose is, uh, you know, the industry is all about people. And uh, I think somewhere um, now with 30 years of experience, uh, I've realized that it is the, uh, I enjoy getting, bringing the best out of the people. Right. I think that is what's now, uh, you know, the mantra. It's because you are, you're not doing anything yourself. Yeah. I even tell my managers, I said, you're not even doing anything. Everything is about that last mile interaction, right? So what uh, associate is doing with that guest at that point of time and how is that person making the person feel is that what it matters. And all our job right now is to be mentoring and being an enabler and to train and to guide and to observe and see, listen, how can you? change there and and today uh, you know fortunately unfortunately everybody's got many options right so and it's attrition is something which is is everywhere you know whether you you could take your industry you can take our industry or any other industry high levels of attrition but you still have to make it sure that when somebody is walking into your hotel and you know work with really good brands uh, people expect you know the best yeah. um, because you work you you're coming to the best brands uh, in the country so your teams have to be able to deliver that brand promise right. um so there is a lot of mentoring and you know that uh, enabling work which goes behind the scenes so, so that's that's today that's what it is uh, so uh, today as a hotelier yeah. um what i say is that i love to make memories yeah. And as a photographer, I love capturing memories, right? So put both the frames together, <laughs> creating the frames and, and making the frames. Talk about this part where you said uh, it's about, you know, uh, bringing the best out of the people yeah. and giving the best to them, right? Uh, and, and I'm sure, uh, like we spoke earlier also, you must be meeting quite a few people, of course, uh, throughout the, the time that you've been in this industry, you meet a lot of people. Do they bring out the best in you? Of course, um, you know, uh, why does uh, this job also interest you yeah. is that anybody who walks into a five star hotel today has done something or the other, you know, to uh, to get there, uh, the kind of interactions you manage to get, yeah. um, you know, people who are walking in, they have done it, uh, you know, so you learn from the best. Um, Sometimes, um, like, you know, while growing up, you would look at them and say, listen, you know, th this is how you need to dress. This is how you need to conduct yourself. This is how businesses happen. You see some really, really uh, big business people, but they're extremely humble, yeah. you know, and that's how they get things done yeah. by being just being by being humble. Um, so, you know, just the quality of your day like a quality of a day of a general manager, I think is we, we lead a very high quality life, right? And because we are either uh, meeting people, meeting guests who are uh, 
and you know having interactions with them which are so different and so meaningful and people come from all walks of life right or you are with your teams um and uh, trying to create magic Amazing. So, coming to the Z factor, like you mentioned, you are a very optimistic person. Mm. Of course, but I'm sure you also have your down days, and you know there are days when you just don't want to get up and. Uh, Every evening. Every morning. How do you unwind? I unwind. Back up in the morning to go there and get started. But that happens. Like my uh, my mom says that I think they run more oxygen in the uh, in the hotels. So, <laughs> so whenever you are at the hotel, you are so. So that's, that's something that I heard as well. Is that really true? Uh, in in uh, uh, Las Vegas, they do <laughs> because of the casinos, uh, but not not in India, not not in India. Um, but you know, when you are at home, you want to rest and you want to relax and you you want to take it easy. So a good glass of wine, uh, spending time with the family, reading a book, uh, movies, yeah. Yeah, and whenever get an opportunity, pick up the camera and get lost in the jungle. Wow. So, um, I mean, with the kind of job that you have, and and kind of, I'm sure it's it must be a stressful job. You ever get? I mean, do you get the time to actually be uh, uh, work on your photography as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very good. I'm very yeah. good with my time management. Yeah. yeah. So when's <laughs> your next uh, exhibition coming out? I am ready with my subject. Yeah. Um, wow. um, it's just a matter of time. and wow uh, what's the gap when was the last uh, the last time was just before the pandemic november of 2019 uh and then i thought of doing something in between but then i was you know opening a new hotel so you were busy with that uh, right now with this hotel there is a lot of work happening uh so because uh, i need to get stuff really get stuff printed and you know putting it up Good luck to that, and easily look forward to it. <laughs> Thank you. So coming close to the end of the show, of course, we do not let our uh, you know guests leave without giving a growth hack to our uh, listeners and viewers. So if you were to give a growth hack uh, to you know the people who are listening in to kind of shape their dreams into reality, what would that be? Uh, there is no uh, escaping the hard work. Yeah. You have to put in the time. You have to put in the hard work. and these is smart work as well uh, use the tools to your advantage yeah but believe in the human power the power of your of a human mind okay excellent thank you so much okay. i think it was an amazing conversation this like i said i think there's so many more things that i want to speak about but maybe we'll have you again here and then talk about